Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 5 of the uh, Beverly Fantasy Bulletin. Back in the studio. Back in the saddle. Here we go. Ep 5, the Joe Flacco of the BFB. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> or if you prefer Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I think Teddy. <laughs> yeah, who knows. But yeah, here we are in the studio, the Beverly studio, finest studio you can get. It's uh, the Dick here with Matty Ice. Teddy B. And of course our boy Teddy B. Uh... Ready to roll. It's quite the week in the league, quite the week in our own league. Ready to do this. Lots of highs, lots of lows. Lots of lows. Uh, We've got (laughs) a brand new sponsor lined up for this week. Gordo, you want to tell the listeners? Yeah. New sponsor this week is Rainier Beer. Woo! Mountain Fresh. Mountain Fresh. And cheap at the old Beverly Crest. (laughs) Beverly Crest, where you feel scared the entire time. But the sweetest old lady works behind the counter. Oh, yeah, she is. Calls you dear, nice. calls yeah. you honey. Man. Oh, make sure you take your receipt. Oh, take your receipt, dear. Oh, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, the, the, I think the nice appeal about the crest is they don't have like wallpaper or painting on the wall, it's just covered in black and white photos of people <laughs> that aren't allowed back in because yeah. they stole from it yeah oh there is a huge wall massive there. Jeez, it's huge yeah it, it's it's especially it's when they get the, when they get the cage out late at night oh yeah late at night yeah, you, you gotta, gotta tell the them what you want yeah not allowed in not bad but anyway back to uh back to football and fantasy yeah we got a jam-packed app for you guys this week uh love that we had a little job baby bringing oh, us yeah. in Oh, yeah. Oh, murder! (laughs) Murdering. (laughs) What's my motherfucking name? (laughs) Are you early? Okay. Anyways, moving on. Our our, uh, definitely a banger segment that we've been getting love for is our text and answer segment. Yeah. Q&A. Yeah, Q&A. Not as many uh, questions as the previous two weeks, which is all good, Uh, but we'll tackle them nonetheless. Uh, So we're going to go with our first one here. And it's from uh, our listener, Gavin, in St. Albert. And he yeah. just sent us a long-time trade. Long-time listener. Yeah, long-time listener. Huge fan of the pod. Uh, sent us this trade. Uh, so he has uh, DJ, Dustin David Johnson. <laughs> Dustin David, yeah. And Dating, he uh, is... Paulina. Oh, Paulina. <laughs> Man, apparently they've got... They're on the rocks. I know. I heard they're on the rocks. I know. And then I read today that Kepka and Dustin Johnson apparently got in some shouting match. Yeah. 
Man. Of fisticuffs, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't want to throw down with Brooks Kepka. The guy's a shit brick host. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's Jesus Christ. Um, anyways, getting back to the question. He's got DJ, uh, and he's wondering if he should trade. He's been offered Aaron Rodgers straight up. Um, what are your thoughts there? Would you do I that say, trade? I say he does it. So he acquires Aaron Rodgers. Just Why? Why wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. And it is a keeper league, too. Oh. Um... But I think I think Johnson's on the fucking downslope. Yeah, and Rogers has still got some a few good years left. Yeah, in no game. surprise there uh, with your answer. You're a huge Rogers guy. <laughs> Going back two years ago, they didn't have a first, didn't have a second, and Gord's first pick was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, how'd that work out? Uh, <laughs> I actually ended up trading him to Kellen, and then he broke his collarbone. Oh, so not yeah, that that's bad. right. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so Trade not bad to... at all. Not bad <laughs> was at all. it legit one week later? I think so. It was oh, really my God. tight window. You know what? Whatever. We mm. all know that. Like, does anybody actually care about Kellen's team? Like, no. I mean, whatever. Cat guy, sure. <laughs> but you know what? When you actually think about it, I'd say if you take a step back from our league. Um, it's clear who who the villain is, and it's got to be Kellen. He's and a big time villain, huge villain. And actually, we uh, search in the depths of our soundboard here, and we we found the perfect song. This is this this song should follow Kellen everywhere he goes: grocery store, <laughs> fucking hockey at night, work in the morning. Here it is. That mischievous like motherfucker. The Phantom of the Opera. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, yes. Anyway, back to the question. Definitely, Boy. definitely do the trade. Yeah. DJ for Aaron Rodgers straight across. Yeah, the I echo anyway. that. My sentiments about the Arizona offense are well known on this pod. Uh, I think they're dog shit this year. I would avoid even with Rosen in there. I I just don't trust it. I don't like the coach. He did have not honest. a bad game last game. Yeah, he didn't have a bad game. I just don't trust that coach, man. He just uh, he is uh, the huge accent of the desert. Yeah, he, terrible. Um, so yeah, Good question. Good. Do it, man. I don't think you'll regret it. Uh, second question comes in this week. Kind of an odd question, but nonetheless, we'll tackle it. Comes in from Kessel from the north, <laughs> uh, and he asks. Can you guys hit me up with some fantasy sleepers with solid week 16 matchups for championship weekend? So, obviously, he's thinking down the road. I mean, we've only played a quarter of the entire season. And that's um, pretty high hopes if you think yeah, automatically that you're going to be in the championship. Definitely. The guy's got aspirations. Can't, yeah, can't no, dog can't him for that. Him. No, you can't know? knock him. If you don't believe in yourself, who will, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so, I just did a quick look at Week 16 matchups. I don't know if these guys are necessarily sleepers, but I just like the matchup that they're playing with. Um, so, for QB, I, I've, I think Andrew Luck plays the Giants. Sorry for that, Gordo. That's all right. I don't mind that matchup. I think, uh, you know, obviously he's going to get, hopefully, get healthier as the year goes on. They didn't take him out for the Hail Mary last game like they yeah, did they the did. week before. Or, no, the, the, week the week before, before they, they, took, they, they took put Jacoby in, but this past week they, they trusted him. So, that bodes well. Um, so, if he's available, I don't know, maybe trade for him, but no way he's going to be on your wire, or he shouldn't be. <laughs> Unless you got a Scott Flynn in your league. You never know who's on your wire. Um, And then running back, obviously, this guy won't be available either, but Christian McCaffrey takes on the uh, Atlanta Falcons. 
Mm, uh, great matchup. For I like. I love that matchup. But if, you know what? If you want to look for a little bit deeper one, and I, I honestly think by the end of this season, he won't be. He'll be one of the studs from this uh, past NFL year. Uh, would be Sony Michelle because he takes on Buffalo. So our running back, mm. I, I like those two guys heading in there. And then for a little bit of a deeper dive, he might be available on your wire now. It's a long time to stash him. I know he just got grabbed in our league. But uh, Taiwan Taylor out of the uh, Tennessee <laughs> yeah. Titans uh, receiving core. He's taking Washington week taking on Washington week 16. And with Davis demanding that respect from the top corner, I think it opens That's up true. a lot for him. He's a tall, lanky guy. If he starts getting doubled, that opens lots up. Exactly, yeah. So uh, there's my thoughts. I mean, obviously a lot can change. It's a long season. Injuries happen. But from right now, uh, I think those guys would serve you well in that in week 16. Um, Our third question of the week comes in from our new listener, our loyal listener, Uh, guy's just an absolute stud. Oh, absolute stud. Oh, great on the ice. Yeah. Uh, great guy in the locker room. This question comes in from Big Dick Nick. Mm-hmm. And he asks us a question about the Finns' backfield. Uh, and he says, after back-to-back weeks with less than two points, do I sit Kenyon Drake until the Dolphins' O-line either improves or gets healthy? Or is he due for a bounce-back week and is a viable option as a flex? They play Cincinnati? Yes, I believe that's correct, yeah. Let me just look this up here. I don't think you go to him. Man, I have the same feelings as you. I, I just, I don't, Kenyon Drake, that backfield's a little confusing. Uh, I really don't know what's going on. Obviously, I stashed Frank Gore, drafted him, <laughs> stashed him for the first two or three weeks. Uh, you know, father time ain't touching that motherfucker. No, he ain't. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. Kenyon Drake's a good player. He's a good player, but it just seems like they're not He's using him. He's a good him, player. You know? Um, they couldn't get anything going last week either. No, they, um, no, definitely not. But tough, tough matchup, obviously against New England. We hyped that up a bit last week. Yeah, kind of fell on its face. I think it was bit. the biggest deficit of uh, week four between any of the matchups. Um, so maybe Miami was reading their own hype or believing in themselves too much. I don't know. But uh, New England put them in their place. Um, yeah. So I say, I say, just sit them for one. See what happens. Sit him for one, but like I mean, looking at our league, John has him, and that's his RB one. Yeah. So what's he gonna do? You know, like I know he's been trying to be active on the wire, which we'll get to in a in a bit here, or try to sort through. Fuck. Yeah, it's who confusing. knows. We need to call Sherlock to figure out that guy's <laughs> fucking method. Um, but man, yeah, you look at Kenyon Drake. He went for six the first week, thirteen the next, and then one. <laughs> And then 1.6, and some buffoon picked him, a, <laughs> picked him as uh, his fearless, fearless forecast, forecast. 152 yards yeah. on the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the ground. That one really blew up in my face. And you know what? It was kind of a omen of things to come uh, in terms of these fucking fearless forecasts. I guess if they're not fearless, what's the point? But, I'm, I'm, man. I'm three for four on the fearless forecast. Yeah. One injury away from being four for four. Yeah. And I mean... So... Yeah, I guess it's true. You, uh, and, and it's gut, man. It's all gut. Yeah. You know what? I, uh... Yeah. It is gut. <laughs> I, I've got nothing to say here. I, I've shit the bed. I went uh, Kenyon Drake that week. He got 1.6. I picked Austin Hooper last week. The guy got 1.8. <laughs> and I think it might be 1.2. I'm just trying to make it sound better. 
Uh, fuck. Who else? Did I, uh, Matty Stafford didn't do too no, bad last he, week. Okay, so he wasn't too bad. He's okay, but I mean, like, holy crap, man! Like, I don't know. It's been Maybe, a rough go for Matty in the field. Yeah, podcast. you know, if if uh, <laughs> I guess like whatever I say, just don't do it. Yeah, just so do if the I mention opposite. your guy, just do the opposite. Yeah. And uh, and if you say if if Matty picks your guy to go in, bench him. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Pretty much it. It's what else can I say? See, but how come I can't take my own advice and have guys starting for me that go off? No, they always go off on my bench. Yeah, your bench is all always hot, so, always hot. I mean, if you do listen to me, well, you've, uh, you know what? I've like I said, three for four ain't bad. One injury away from four for four on the fearless forecast. Yeah, yeah. So long story short, going back to, uh, are we talking about the question? Fantasy, here's what you need to know. Fearless forecast, when Gord talks, yeah, give it an ear. When Matt talks, just. Shut up. You know, tell me to shut up. Shut up, Matt. Shut up. You're not worth it. Just skip skip forward through that part. I don't know what I'm doing with that one. Oh, man. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I I don't trust Kenny and Drake. I don't trust that, uh, that running back situation there the the whole usage but the the nice thing for our listeners today up five maybe we should preempt it now we've got a call-in guest coming in all the way from valley view our boy johnny johnny schmill shaft aka valley view vices the vices are phoning in so he's our fins insider last week we had our dallas cowboys insider tay from from body dude he did great by the way oh yeah he killed it yeah it was a popular segment yeah really popular um yeah, so we're gonna get some insight on that Finns backfield and see, see what's up with those fucking pesky Finns. Hard yeah. to hard to decide what they are. Three and one, three and are oh. they real or are, are they, they real? Not? Pretenders, contenders, who knows? Yeah. Um, our final, yeah, yeah, okay. This is our final question for the week. Comes in from new listener Adam from Westmount. And he says, how much dope gets used up per epi? <laughs> <laughs> you know, not that much. Mm. And I actually asked, I said, well, in grams or like what? Or what's me- kind of measurements are we talking about here? Man, I just go by bowls. I'd say that Teddy, Teddy obviously works harder than normal. Yeah. Uh, and he's always working hard. Teddy B, love you, buddy. Um, he probably goes for three or four bowls. Three or four, four bowls. And we've been... And we've been spinning a J before <laughs> that we smoke at the beginning because it's easier to talk and pass around. Gord also mentioned that he smoked half a joint before he even showed up tonight. Um, but don't worry, he still has a pack of darts. He came yeah. prepared. Um, oh, yeah. Didn't forget the most important thing to this nope. pod. Pack of darts and yeah. uh, my wit, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, that wit. Um, so, yeah. Answer... Lots? <laughs> Enough to make us feel good? <laughs> yeah, lots of, lots of dope get smoked around here. Yeah. But that's okay. That's, you know what? That's what, that's a little bit of the, you know, the nuance of the pod, I think. I think it gives us our charm, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Um, we wouldn't be gives who the, we are without it. Gives the, the listeners something to laugh at yeah. probably a few times, too. So I guess, Adam, long story short, we uh, echo the sentiment. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> We are who we are, and we yeah. love what we do. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and that, that was a short Q&A segment. I don't mm-hmm. mind that at all. Oh, um, we're moving around. We're going to jump into news from around the NFL around this the week. NFL segment, around the horn. Yeah, and we got to start with uh, a couple teams that are stand out, head and shoulders above the rest. The Chiefs and Rams both sport 4-0 records. Um, 
So I pose this to you, Gordo. Uh, who's the better team out of the two? St. Louis? Oh, whoa. Freudian <laughs> slip. <laughs> Woo! Damn, Teddy, already? I would say the Los Angeles Rams are yeah. the better of the two between them and KC. I just think they have a better defense. And, uh, like, KC gives up lots of yards. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're last. In oh, the their NFL. defense is atrocious. Does the fact that uh, Aqib Talib and Marcus Peters being hurt scare you at all? Or is it just like KC is so bad that it doesn't matter that those guys are hurt? They're just they're just even without those even with those injuries, they're yeah, still they're better. still better. They're yeah, still they're still better. better. And I mean, after watching that uh, that display last Thursday night against Mini, that absolute shootout. Yeah, they can. Who win can it, argue? They can win it that way too. Yeah, right? who can argue? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so I I, I tend I to agree. We'll go with the Rams from Los Angeles. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, also in the news with the NFL, um, it was kind of a shitty week uh, for injuries, hey? Yeah, injuries were bad this week. Uh, some bad ones, uh, you know, Browns lost their starting cornerback, uh, fractured his arm, which was gross. He, like, carried, carried was holding it. It was just limp. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the grossest injury of the week was Tyler Ooh, Eifert. His ankle was Oh, like at a ninety, I just you know he's a bangle, but man, I, I feel for the guy. Yeah, you gotta feel for the he's guy. He's n- he's had no luck, no luck throughout his career. And he it's was one a thing red after- zone. Oh yeah, machine. Oh yeah, he was a fantasy darling for a mm-hmm. while there, and man, you feel for the guy. It's tough to see him. He's leaving the field with his mullet and just yeah, falling. His hair was like, gross, man. Yeah, it's. It, I feel yeah. for the guy, and you know. He wasn't the only massive injury that week. Earl Thomas went down, yeah. broken leg. Um, gave the finger to his own gave team. Gave the finger, gave the bird to the birds, basically. Well, um, fuck that. I, too, I'm, I, I'm on Team Earl. Yeah. Team man. Earl Thomas the Third. Yeah, Earl you know? Thomas the Third. Absolutely. You know, he's, I feel for him. He's an all pro safety. Like, last remaining you... member of the Legion of Boom. Yeah. He, all he wants is. Is to be respected the way he should. You know, yeah. he wants his money, and I get it. Like guys are holding out for that. I get it. But he manned up. He showed up. He's damned if he doesn't. Or he, you know, he's fucked if he does. He's fucked if yeah. he doesn't. If he doesn't show up, he's seen as a selfish player. If he shows up, he's a team guy, but he's giving into what the ownership wants. Um, so I'm all for it. It made obviously made for an amazing video. And Pete uh, Carroll slid one in in the fucking interview too. A eh? the fucking what do you say? No, he just get he gave the old middle finger scratch right at the end of the game. Yeah, he fucking Grandpa Carroll. Yeah, throwing a little fucking shade. Smack it on that gum, throwing some shade. But you know what? Fuck it. Earl Thomas should have been a cowboy this off season. That's yeah, how should've. it should have went down. I also heard another crazy rumor that he was um, linked to the Chiefs oh, to head over that there, good. which would have helped them out. Helped them out big time. Yeah, but obviously that's not an option now. Uh, so I, f- I feel for him. And speaking of holdouts, it uh, was announced this week, Le'Veon Bell's coming back, week, coming back for week seven. Well, the week seven, I think they have a bye. It is, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, what do you think, you know, you own John Connor. What are your thoughts? You worried? You, you, what you, like, what, what's going through your head Well, right yeah, I mean, obviously, if he does come back and start playing, it's, you just, he's droppable. 100% droppable. Droppable, hey? Unless they just... Hmm. I don't know. They might just be sliding him and not giving him as many touches, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, I'm nervous. You don't think he's 
shown well enough that he can get more carries. Like, let's say, he's still obviously, he's, he's, yeah, of course he's Le'Veon, but he's not, I'm not saying, like, they're going to split the carries, but, like, what if they keep Connor at 8 to 10? Touches per game, receptions, rush yards. I feel the guy's talented enough that he could still be a viable flex option for you. Like an Austin Eckler. Yeah, exactly. Very, very good comparison. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's true. I don't know if I drop him to the wire. I would probably just be mad. Yeah. That's and he did have a shit week. He's he'll come around. He had a bad week last week. Yeah. Okay. That's true. So we'll see. I don't know. Le'Veon, I just think, can you imagine being Le'Veon walking into that dressing room? Oh, it's gonna be rough. Awkward as fuck, man. Like your your O line's called you out. It's just it's a toxic situation. Why even go back? Obviously, well, she's got money. That's yeah, why. Guy, the guy's put left three million out there already. But like, fuck, I, I just, uh, it's totally that reason. You know, you're just watching those dollars drip away. But he'll be It'll back. Help guys who auto drafted him in the first round. Oh yeah, and he's <laughs> and he's fucking stoked. Yeah, as that's great. Be. Money for yeah. him and money for Bell. You know, yeah. stop spending and start earning. Anybody who has Bell. Yeah, that's it. So, um, obviously, that was in the news as well. Um, a few things happened this week um, uh, that were pretty impressive. Adam Vinatieri took over the record. He's now the record holder. Record holder for fucking field goals made. 566. That's wild. That's wild. The guy's like 45. <laughs> yeah, he's old. Like that, fat, that's man. crazy, man. I remember like obviously growing up watching him kill it for the for the Pats and then the yeah. Colts. Like, man, the guy's been consistent, you know, and you watch ageless. all these ageless. You watch all these rookie guys come in and you Fun know, these suck. highly touted guys like, hello, Roberto <laughs> Aguayo. What the fuck? Like <laughs> yeah. Man, and then you got the Asian, the old man Vinatieri yeah. just sitting there collecting his checks, setting records. No Fuck. problem. He is just setting records. Yeah. He's um, got a Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah. Maybe two. Yeah, Fuck. maybe two. Uh, Gord, you want to touch on Zeke? He's We had Tay on last week, and yeah. he was saying his praises. Zeke is still fucking flying out there. He's, he's still the rushing leader after <coughs> last week. Had another big game. He's sitting at 426 rush yards right now. Oh, yeah. Which, but I mean, that's their entire offense, is one guy. Yeah, but fuck, you can't take anything away from him. He's straight beasting. You know? Feed him. He's hungry. Todd, Todd Gurley's in second with 338. So, I mean, almost 100 more than the guy, you know, behind him, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Um, and the last thing, <coughs> sorry there. Uh, the last thing we're going to touch on is kind of a, a little bit of an oddball stat. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. and Julio Jones are both without touchdowns both this year. Both without Further proving why taking a running back early is the way to go these days in fantasy. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't, I, I just, like, obviously, like, you would, you would think, like, okay, like, it's risky going with a wide receiver. I'm going to settle for the top three. Julio, Antonio, OBJ. Who would have thought yeah. two out of those three don't even have tutties? Not one. Not no. one. So Odell you know, had two good games over for over a hundred yards, but still not enough, man. No, and he's not finding Pater. That's that's huge for fantasy owners. That yeah. that can make or break your week right and, there. But he had a slow start, not last year, the year the year before, before he got hurt. He had a slow start too, and then he turned it on at the end. Okay. So yeah, I mean, obviously you're not giving up on him. No, but it's just he's such still, a weird yeah. stat, hey? Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, like, unless you're, that's if you, you subscribe to the theory that you go running back or wide receiver with your first pick. We, if you're John, uh, and you trade away your first round pick, you take a tight end with your second round pick yeah, and walk away smiling. No problem. <laughs> He's got the entire Pat's offense. He's got Gronk and Brady and Edelman coming off suspension. Yeah, oh, terrible. I'm stoked. I got Ingram coming off the suspension. Yeah, I'm that's going to be man. good. That's yeah. going to be good. I'm looking forward that to it. That change of pace back was, was nice last year. Oh, yeah. It really worked well. Obviously, oh, fuck. Last year, I traded Ingram. Ain't happening this year, Cal. I'm not <laughs> yeah, fucking doing it. Yeah, Don't yeah. even try. It's not happening. <coughs> okay, moving on. Um, you know, over the last few weeks, I've seen the popularity of Gord's Grinder shoot through the roof. Uh, so I thought, why not me? Yeah. You know, why not Maddie? Uh, so I'm going to introduce, we're introducing a new stat uh, where I'm just going to touch on like crazy numbers. Or records that were set, numbers, numbers related uh, segment basically. Matt's dank stats. Yeah, Matt's dank stats, which I came up with. Yeah, great, great idea by Gord. Love it. I'm just gonna hit you with a few from the first four weeks. We talk about that Rams offense. Okay, they put up the highest yards per game at 468, the highest pass yards per game 343, and the most offensive touchdowns with 15. Through four games since 2000, which is wild. That oh. is just an aerial attack. Just missile after missile, leaving Goff's arm. I, I, it's just, it's impressive. Yeah, they're playing um, well. So that's a pretty neat one. Um, another crazy one that uh, came up, and I got, you know I got to give love to my Browns, even though they lost in overtime this week. Bullshit refs call. Fuck, you would have thought the AMHL refs were fucking covering <laughs> that game with all the bullshit going on there. Um, so since 2000, 89 quarterbacks, 89, have trailed by more than 14 point, points in their first career game. And only two quarterbacks have co- have been able to lead their team back to a comeback win. Baker against the Jets in week three. And Ryan Fitzmagic in 2005 with the St. Louis Rams. No way. Yeah. 89 quarterbacks. Would you pick those two? Like, that's fucked. That's just a wild, <laughs> wild stat. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic, baby. Run um, out. Oh, it's, I think it's running out. Yeah, for sure. Jameis is back. Jameis is back. And it's already happened, hey? Yeah. Fitz, oh, I mean, it was a great run, though. Would you make that move as a coach? Dirt cutter. Yeah, you did. Dick got- cutter. <laughs> You gotta put Jameis in. You gotta put Jameis in. He's your starting quarterback. Yeah. Even if, even if he's full for meeting all those W's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> full for meeting all the dubs. Oh fuck. Uh worst pregame ant pup speech ever. Um yeah, so that was pretty wild. And then I got a little love for Andy and you, because you just balls deep in Adam Thielen. Oh yeah. Um so Thielen is dealing. Thielen joined uh, Randy Moss and Isaac Bruce, only players in the Super Bowl era to start a season with more than 100 yards receiving in each of their team's first four games. So really? that's elite company. Isaac yeah. Bruce, Randy Moss, and Adam Thielen. <laughs> Adam Thielen. Woo. Hooked on a Thielen. He's good, man. He's good. And and now with Kirk behind him, like he's even better. Man, yeah. So I just thought some of those um, stats were pretty wild from the first four weeks. Uh, yeah, it's just been, a, it's been a pretty fucking sweet start to the year. Like the, the touchdowns, it's obviously setting records, but it's been fun. 
the games have been exciting, man. All mm-hmm. these overtime games, it's it's been unreal. They They're, have been good. Yeah, there's been six overtime games already. The only really bad game, well, once lopsided, super lopsided game was Buffalo and Minnesota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, that is fucking wild. But, oh well. Um, yeah, okay. So that was uh, Matt's dank stats for the week. And now we're moving into Gord's grinder. Yeah, since Matt's trying to steal my thunder on the segments, you know what I mean, right? I'm we'll just move, trying to get some love, too. We'll move right into Gord's grinder. Um, it was a, it was a tough week this week. I mean, there's lots of guys that are going off every now and then. But you kind of got to try the guy, get that guy who didn't tutty, but had a great game. And uh, we're going with Tyler Boyd. From the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh man, there was a there was a little bit of a of a chase for him in our waiver yeah. wire pool. Hey, yeah, there was. Yeah, guys were going after him as rightly so. Guy snakes down eleven receptions, goes for a hundred yards, no tutty, but you know that's a guy who's fucking still playing behind AJ Green, and that's a good game for a guy like that. Yeah, that's true, and it seems like he's um, one of Dalton's most relied upon guys. Dalton likes him. I mean, 11, 11 interceptions, I didn't look up the targets, but it's probably like 13. Oh, it's got to be up there for sure. Yeah, um, yeah I, I like that play. I can't... Who Did you find out who got him? Who grabbed him in our league? Uh, Feldy. Feldy! My man, Matt, <laughs> stick together. Um, yeah. yeah, okay. I like that pick. Nice pick, Gordo. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Just this, this ep is off to a hot, hot start. Hot I'm, start. When's, I'm loving it so uh, far. What's that? Oh yeah, okay. No, I'm just uh, just planning her out here. Um, <clears throat> what are we going with next? We got our call-in guest coming in pretty soon. Yeah, I think we're uh, trying to get in touch with him. While we're waiting for him to come on the line, uh, Gord pulled up, showed up nice for the boys today with a little bottle of bourbon. So we're not just oh, sipping yeah. beers and smoking Ted. Yeah. A little burbs for uh, the boys. A little burbs, and not going to lie, very small dinner. Uh, <laughs> so this is feeling good. I am buzzing. The burbs go to Tay and Bonnie Dune. He's a big bourbon guy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Man, you know what? There's a few bourbon guys on the uh, on the pod, the, our listeners. Uh, yeah. We got our boy, uh, Stewie's one of them, and Scott's one of them, too. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to these guys. Anyways, we're good here. We've got our guest phoning in, and here he is. <laughs> All right. Johnny, you there? Oh, Johnny. Johnny from Valley View. Valley View Vices. What's up, buddy? Oh, not much. What's up with you? Uh, oh, you a little know. later than I expected, but... Yeah, a little later. Anything for the pod. Do you have a cold? No, no, no. Just, you know, working long hours. Oh, yeah. Working long hours, but, you know, dedicated to the pod. Dedicated to the pod. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is yeah, 10 o'clock. That's right. That's right. But, yeah, and I'm sure that no matter what time it is, you're just chilling in your basement on that big-ass, big blue, comfy couch. Probably got a Hawaiian on. No buttons done up. <laughs> little beer in your hands. It's a Miami lifestyle. Oh, yeah. And just thinking about uh, how sweet. send you a pick right now because that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Jersey's down here hanging. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. Johnny, the uh, the Miami insider. Yeah, our Miami insider. We're happy to have you on, and we'd like to pick your brain about a few things about uh, those fins. 
Um, All right. Well, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, first question is, how did you become a Finns fan? <laughs> well, I don't know. Years ago, I was trying to decide what team to pick, and I didn't really want to, you know, jump on a bandwagon. It's fair. So I kind of looked for one of the crappier teams in the league, and <laughs> I don't know. I kind of fit, fit with that lifestyle down. <laughs> <laughs> that that laid back, yeah. That yeah, laid no back. Right there, six and ten, I'll get you through. You know, no hard feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Fin up, Fin up, buddy. <laughs> oh. I didn't hear much of that sound last week. Oh, I know. I know. You know what? It's hard uh, when you're trying to run through the skeleton and do the soundboard <laughs> and keep the show together and organize all the guests and callers. And uh, old Dick over here is just ankle. See, well, no, I'm yeah, I'm <laughs> fist full of darts in his hand and a fucking beer in the other. <laughs> I'm a glue guy. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to uh, collecting on that bet that we need. Oh, is <laughs> oh, there yes. a side bet? You got to tell the listeners what happened. Well, you'd be bet money. Yeah, six. Oh no, you can't. You know, kind of. <laughs> 60 oh, oh yeah hell. it was a quick 60 it was a quick That's 60 a hefty bet it was a quick 60 bucks on the game this week and johnny won yeah because yeah, you guys drew on monday yeah you guys played each other what how'd that go johnny uh pretty good well i was a little worried all week but then uh, after zeke put up that big game none of my guys went off until hunt actually played first First time this year they've actually gave him the ball, so oh, that yeah. paid off for me. Yeah, came through with a big win. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't have minded if they would have spread it out to Tyreek a bit, and then maybe maybe <laughs> your boy could have uh, beat uh, Julio. Think you are, I am. But Andy Reid looked at me and he just said, "No, no, no." <laughs> I just had to take it, but it was nice to see Cream Hunt. Yeah. Take down the fucking hard hats because it brought him down to two and two, which is my record. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. evening out the whole the oh. whole uh, league there. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. When you're in a div like ours, two and two will tie you for first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, we're getting kind of sidetracked here. Back to the fish. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we are talking about the dolphins here. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think, as a Finns fan, Tannehill's the answer? Or should they be looking to address that uh, that situation either through a trade, free agency, or the draft? What do you What are your thoughts on Tannehill? Is he your guy? Um, I think so right now. I mean, if you look at his record under Gase, I think he's ten and two in his last twelve starts. I mean, nice. that injury kind of put him back, but hmm. this year he was looking good until we played New England. But we're yeah. going to eventually have to get over that that hump there right yeah i hope so i thought this past week was the week there's some stuff going on in miami (laughs) like what i don't know what but that uh defensive tackle you know jordan phillips got released after a sideline outburst in that new england game (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then on instagram he posted well don't quote me on this but he posted free at last (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard from from you know the locker room that I think ever since uh, Chris Forster got let go last year, <laughs> I think a lot of the boys are kind of disappointed 
he was <laughs> kind of in line with their lifestyle and yeah. they've kind of taken a step back. Coach Forrester took those <laughs> those adverse weather conditions with him too, hey? Oh my god. Nothing but sunny days in Miami now. First time yeah, in a while they'd so. seen a little bit of flurries down there. Oh, <laughs> what what do you think what do you think the over under on Kiko taking out a defenseless quarterback this year? Headshot. Yeah. Do you think it's over four or under four? <laughs> under four times. Under four yeah. times. How many quarterbacks is oh, he gonna cripple? Over, is he gonna? Over. How many quarterbacks this year is he gonna Joe Flacco? He's got. I think he has a little bit of trouble understanding the rule. I, or maybe he just doesn't care. Oh, he doesn't like, give a like, fuck. Oh, Have you seen him? He's got his navel out in, like, yeah. fucking a torrential downpour. <laughs> it's an innie. <laughs> Great jersey, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'll look good on the old golf court. Yeah, still waiting for the debut. I thought you'd bring it to hockey. I thought you might wear it on the disc golf course. No, you're stashing it. it I'm, it's going to be a big night, I think, that it, that it actually comes out. Yeah, it's been tough to get out though these last few days. So. Yeah, work's been a grind, eh? True. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Work knows all about that. Oh yeah, grinding hard, buddy. Hey, but I work hard too. <laughs> Just might not be getting my fingernails dirty. Yeah. Just dirty with glitter and crayon. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, we had a question earlier in our Q and A segment from Big Dick Nick. And uh, he was asking, like, what is he? He's got Kenyon Drake. What does he do? And I, we just want your opinion. What's going on with their backfield? Like, wh- how come they're not using him? What? What's what? What's up? I don't know. Like, it's hard. Like, I I don't think their line is is that solid. And then they've lost their center, Kilgore. He's on the IR with a tricep injury. So. Jeez. That could bung up the running game there, so I don't. I wouldn't trust that running game right now. It's all all Tannehill and trick plays for the time being. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Jakeem Grant and Albert Wilson slinging oh, the rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's wild. Okay, uh, last one. Um, I think for me, I don't know if Gord, you have any other ones, um, non football related. Uh, what's it like to have Daryl Cates as a next door neighbor? And um, do you guys talk about man shit like barbecuing and muscle cars and like <laughs> motor oil? Stuff yeah. Like that. Do you guys trade cigars? Like, what do you what do you do when you go over to Daryl's house for Sunday dinner? Well, it's awkward because I mean I've been over there a few times, but still, like I'll take the dog out for a walk in the morning, and then oddly enough, like about. 30 seconds into my walk beside his house, you know, somebody will either be running or riding a bike in all black gear and staring at me. I mean, oh. I think it's the security guards, but I figured we were close enough that, you know, he wouldn't have to do that for me anymore. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you ever get close enough to the gate and all you hear is, But it's it's not it's not any bots or like droids or like shit flying around that's telling you it's like actual security guards patrolling the neighborhood. Pardon me. It's actual security guards, like people patrolling the hood. 
Oh, yeah. Man. Huh. That's wild. I didn't know he had his own militia security over there in Valley View. I thought it was a pretty safe neighborhood. <laughs> well, oh. when he's here, I guess. Well, I guess, well, who knows? You know, that house burning down and all that, you know? <laughs> Man, yeah, that is wild. Jesus. Um, wow. Well, pass pass our well, best on to him. You know, we talk a lot about business, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. To answer your question. Maybe next time you guys are hanging out, you can give the pod a plug. Yeah. You're always looking for new listeners. <laughs> always looking for new listeners. Or Casey will get on here. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to Big B there for you. Oh, sweet. He's got a he's got a pretty big social circle down in L.A. too. That might help out. <laughs> 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 Fucking right. That laid back life, but that in the know life. You know, that's what you're all about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it okay? We thought we thought we'd uh, like to keep you on to review this week's matchups from the league. Uh, you want to stick around? To we're gonna go oh, over yeah, the, for sure. Sweet, yeah, and, we're gonna uh, go over the matchups. I'm a little and, disappointed about how that waiver wire shook out today, but oh yeah, yeah. wait, don't worry, that's on deck, buddy. Um, <laughs> we're gonna talk about the the obviously the individual matchups, but then and then we'll, afterwards we'll recap the standings. Um, so we'll start. Um, uh, well, why don't we start with your guys' matchups? Uh, the Hard Hats, we alluded to it earlier, took on the Valley of Vices. And by a score of 121 to 112, Johnny gets the win, yeah. moves up to 2-2. Two and two. Gord also falls to 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Tough week for the Hard Hats. Yeah, you mentioned it, Cream Hunt, push you over the top. Was there anything that Gord uh, didn't do, i.e. left on his bench, that helped you win this week, Johnny? Yeah, his gunslinger he left on. There. Oh. Which one? He's got seven. <laughs> yeah, man, I got three of them. I all I know they're definitely Caucasian, but I don't. I might not know their names. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was telling Gord that it's tough because I went through that last year. I had about six QBs on my bench. <laughs> Played the wrong one. Oh man, that's <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough, but you know what? It's nice to have the options, though, eh, Johnny? What's that? What's that? I said I'm keeping it tight this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got it on lock. Well, especially with golf playing the way he is for you. No problem. Yeah. All right. Uh, staying in... Um, you're in a v- division with Stu, eh? Yep. Yeah, moving along. Stu took on uh, Team Scotch. Um, also from his... No, not from his div. He's in the American League. Yeah, Sweatpant Boners beat Scotch 130 to 103. Um, that one, pretty straightforward. Yeah, pretty good blow. Uh, yeah, Scott. 103 is not bad, though. 103 ain't bad. Scott broke 100. Got to give him props for that. Uh, he did leave um, Stafford on his bench, who got 24, and instead started Roethlisberger, who got 15. Um, but the big one for, for Stewie was starting Patrick Mahomes, finally. Yeah. Um, who had 26, and Brandon Cooks uh, showed up for him with 22, and then he had the Green Bay defense that had 23, looking like oh, an oracle yeah. picking them up. Um, didn't, have luck, didn't Luck go off on his bench? Oh, yeah, Luck got 39 on his bench, so it could have been even more. Um, yeah, so he can't pick the right QB this year either. No, no, he's having a tough time with that, but, like, I mean, so fuck, am I. I would roll Mahomes all, all day, oh, every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Also of note, John Brown, who is just lighting his bench up, went off again for 21 <laughs> points. John Smoke Brown. I see he's got him dressed this week, though. Mm-hmm. I think he finally, finally uh, learned. 
Um, so yeah, that was that, uh, Stewie's matchup. Uh, in an absolute trouncing, holy fuck, uh, nice. Nigel and the Howard Johnson Inns beat Coleman Beer Coolers, John, that of the second round tight end selection, 137 <laughs> to 80. What happened, John? Jesus Christ. He got smoked. Man, I honestly but he think... he only scored 70 last week. And he only got 70 last week. He, but he beat me, though. He beat you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's, let's not take anything away from him. But nope. you know what? I think John, uh, I think he's having maybe some software uh, malfunctions yeah, or like some difficulties. Update. He hasn't done his he updates lately. Oh, yeah. He walked into this week, and it's weird because uh, we actually have audio about what happened to his mainframe uh, as he entered week four. Here it is. Self-destruct sequence activated. Three, two, one. He just took himself out of it. Yeah, he powered off. Powered down, buddy. Powered down, big comp. (laughs) And I'm almost catching him in point four, even after my disastrous week one. Yeah, yeah. John John should feel shame. And obviously, Nigel brought it. Matty Ryan got him 33. Adam hooked on a Thielen, got him 23. Uh, Golden oh, yeah. Tate twenty nine massive week. Robert Woods went off for twenty. Just a mass, just an awesome, awesome week. Obviously, fearless forecast. Kenyon Drake didn't do anything <laughs> for uh, John Boy. So tough break for John. He falls to one and three. Nigel goes to two and two. Oh, and in the last uh, matchup, we didn't mention Scott went to one and three, and the Boners are two and two. Uh, in a really actually marquee, I would say matchup yeah, marquee of, matchup. of the week. Juggernauts. Uh, Breezy taught me, moved up to 4-0, Chris, uh, by beating Curls for Girls, Feldy, uh, 141 to 129, closer than it seems, uh, came down to the Monday Nighter, Travis Kelsey just went bananas, uh, and came through for him, and, uh, yeah, it was just, man, what, what, what can we say about Chris's team? No, it's good. It's unreal. He's gonna be tough to take down. He's gonna be tough to take down, I mean, there's... It's just ridiculous. The guy, he's stacked. He's got, you know, did he he played James White last week? Like, the guy got him 23 points. Sure. I know yeah. firsthand, he almost tripled me in week one. Yeah, that, it's it's crazy. He Like, Kamara's been a steal for him. Like, yeah. not a steal, but he's just paid off uh, huge. 40 points for him last week alone. The guy's just unreal. He's killing it. And I don't think there's going to be... Um, Many people that can nope, fuck with him not, if he keeps on this pace. Keep, keep up with them. Um, tough break for Feldman. He had a decent week. Uh, Deshaun went off for 36. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins got him 26. 21 from Todd Gurley. 14 from your boy, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Um, but, but then, you know, my fearless forecast, Austin Hooper, only got him 1.9. <laughs> Alfred Morris got him 1.8. So a bit. I hope you never fearless forecast any of the guys on my team. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I know, I know. It's it's just it's it's brutal. And like we talked about earlier in this um in the in this episode, it's just don't even don't even do acknowledge opposite. it. Don't even acknowledge me. You know, it's just I do the opposite of what I'm what I what I recommend. Um. Oh, and then in. You know what? A big week for this franchise. A, a week that kind of said, you know what? 
not so fast, everyone. It's true. I'm not the fucking done layover that you thought I was. I'm still, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still ready to do it. Our, our commish, not our boy, our commish. Cat guy comes through with a win of 141 to 88 over Andrew and Le'Veon, my wayward son. Uh, Kellen's team just brought it. They move up to three and one, quietly a three quietly and one. Three and one. Uh, and moves Andrew down to one and three. He had Joe. Joe ain't no ordinary Flacco. Get him 26. Elite. Uh, elite Joe. Uh, Amari gets him 22. 27 from Jared Cook against my fucking Browns. And Corey Davis coming through finally. The promise is real. Yeah. Uh, game-winning touchdown, 26 points for him. Just a good, solid week for the Cats. Uh, Got to give them a little bit of love. They were kittens at the start of the year. <coughs> and they're slowly moving into full cat status. <laughs> so we'll see if that trend continues. Um, and then the last matchup of the week, very disappointing for myself. I lost. Uh, I played Shane, Julio, think you are, I am. It pushes us both to two and two. And uh, he beat me by a score of 118 to 96. My, my excitement got in my own way. I'll fully yeah. admit it. I started Baker Mayfield instead of Carson Wentz. Came back to bite me. I wouldn't have won the week, but it just would have made things closer. Um, my best player was George Kittle. Uh, who broke off an 85-yard run. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Um, but, yeah, Shane just had a dominating week from uh, Melvin Gordon with 27. His defense in Chicago gave him 14. Rodgers with a solid 16. Um, so, yeah, that was the week that was in the N40L. And Has Gordon been the most consistent running back this year? That's a valid point. I mean, Zeke's killing it. Zeke's, and Zeke's been... Real well, Gurley hasn't been no hasn't been any slow, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but Gordon's been dependable. Don't have to worry and about he's him catching it lots. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's been good. You know, one would say he's even. Hey, baby, you looking hot tonight? That's right. So, looking at the standings, we're gonna go to the old English division, and in the lead with a. Oh, this is not correct. Sorry, technical defo tweez. Well, <laughs> what's that? Oh, Johnny, you there? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe before we go to standing, should we just talk about the transactions on the waiver wire? Because I know you were heavily involved in one. Yeah. Do you want to set this up for the for the listeners? Oh well, yeah. I was just like you know, I started off the night with you a twenty dollar bid on old Yeldon there, and then. Packet likes to, you know, stir up the group chat, and then I don't know if that maybe influenced you or not, but then he went all the way up to 33. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you all know my running backs have been bad this year, so. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's been disappointing. Dalvin Cook has you, been disappointing. Yeah, he needed that one. Uh, yeah, long story short, Stu flops out his huge wrench and says, I'm getting him. Takes him for 33. Next closest bid was 30. But I think Kellen said something like eight eight guys were in on Yeldon. Um, so yeah. pro- easily the biggest bidding war for a player this season. I had him. Yeah. Um, Dropped him. Yeah. And Nino, I think I went in on too. What's Pardon? that? Uh, 
The guy from Indy? The guy from where? Indianapolis. Doyle? Hines. No. Oh, Naheem. Naheem, yeah. Yeah, I picked him up. I paid too much for him, but whatever. For me, I just feel like if he... Yeah, I feel if he pans out, great. I've got a new trade chip. He's more of a PPR guy, but I thought might as well take a uh, flyer on him. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that one plays out. There was an interesting drop earlier this week, too. Um, right before the the bids went in on waiver wire Wednesday, Scott dropped Vance McDonald. Bad drop. Wow. I can't. I I don't really get that. No. Um. Just when you think the guy's starting to take off. Yeah. Uh. I just. I don't know. I'm I'm very confused by Scott's transaction history. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Love the guy, but um, man, I don't know. I th- I think Vance McDonald has kind of. In the last two weeks, asserted himself as the, in, number, as one the number one tight end. Um, and then, Gord, did you want to? Do you want to tell the listeners about another transaction that we noticed that hit the wire that no one mentioned, <laughs> but it makes no fucking sense? What happened here? John grabbed Des Bryant. Did you see that, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, it was on like the homepage there for a bit. Oh, yeah. The guy took Des Bryant. <laughs> Which is wild. Like, he doesn't even play for a team. Yeah, like, do you know something oh, we don't, that. John? <laughs> I saw that, and I was going to text if there's, like, something, if he signed somewhere, but he still says <laughs> N.A., I think. Oh, man. No, he's still N.A. Um, <laughs> I just, like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to rag on him, but, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Picking a guy who doesn't even play. Might as well play in the CFL. I just don't get it. Like, did, he, did he bid money on him, though? No, I no. think it was a clean <laughs> clean waiver wire transaction. Did he pick? But the... F- <laughs> Man, the funny thing was... Let me just pull it up here, because it's, it's just kind of like... It just makes you question, like, what the fuck is going on with his team? So he picks up... Oh, I'm pretty far back here. When did he do that? Like on the 19th? He picks up Bryant. Yeah. Yeah, you you jump into it and I'll catch up. Picks up Bryant, then he drops Bryant for Mike Davis. Mike Davis, yeah, from Seattle. And then... <laughs> then and then, so he had him for a week. Not even a Not even think. a week. Or no, he had, he had Bryant for a week. Yeah, Bryant for a week, drops and picks up Mike Davis... And then who did he drop? And then he picks up somebody else. Drops Mike Davis and then gets Taewon Taylor. Yeah, and then he picks up Taewon Taylor. He's all over the map. But then he drops somebody and picked up. No, no, no. no. Okay, then he drops uh, Rashard Matthews, which is a good drop. Credit to him for that. Yeah. And to pick up Dee Westbrook, and then he dropped Mike Davis back on the wire <laughs> to pick up Taewon Taylor. Like what? I just. What's going on with the beer coolers? Like, Jesus Christ. John's off of his rock. Just shooting, shooting in the dark, man. But, oh well. Yeah. So that was kind of the, those were the big transactions from this week. Um, and then just quickly going over the standings, Old English Division. Um, in, what the hell are we talking about here? Sorry, man. You still there, Johnny? I've been hanging out. Yeah, I'm <laughs> 
Well, fucking feel free to speak. <laughs> I know. Well, you're rambling through. That's okay. That's okay. We're Johnny and I are just taking in the stats of the week, man. Yeah, here we, go. here we go. Here we go. We got him. Uh, in the old English division, uh, we have the cat guy, Kellen. Yeah, the evil Thompson villain. Uh, at three and one, Nigel at two and two, Curls for Girls at two and two, and Scott last place in that div at one and three. Uh, and then moving on to the newly named, I believe we determined that it was Axehead. Um, uh, the new Axehead division, Beverly Blazers are two and two. Rundle Hardhats are tied at two and two. Yeah. We share the lead for first. Share the lead for first. In our division because the two guys behind us are one and three. Le'Veon, my wayward son, Coleman, beer coolers. It's a pretty sad division right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm not proud of it, but goddamn, I'll take it. Um, you know what? That's just the way she goes. And then in our final div in the league, uh, we have Chris just running away with things. Murdering guys. Murdering guys uh, at 4-0. and And then in second place there, there's a tie between the Boners and Julio Think You Are at 2-2. Two and two. Oh, and actually Johnny's at 2-2. Two and two, So there's a three-way tie for the third. For yeah, pretty the much the whole spot. league is at 2-2. Climb it up. Yeah, it's a pretty mediocre league is basically <laughs> what we're getting to. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, well, right. Johnny, I thanks a ton for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. I'd like to uh, thank Teddy for this uh, perfect sound quality here. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know if Gord's thanked him yet for doing all that, but I will. Oh, thanks. It's about time somebody, somebody tosses gave... a thank you around here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I say thanks every time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, boys, I will uh, chat with you later. All right, Maybe well, thanks. on the old soft course with my cargoes on and uh, cargo pants, we'll buddy. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, That's sounds right. good, Johnny. We'll talk to you soon. All right, and fin up, man. We'll talk to you later. Keep up the good work, boys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. Thanks again to Johnny for phoning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, we know he's been working crazy hours, um, and he's probably bagged. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Uh, uh, moving on. What do the we got? Part of the uh, my most hated part of this podcast. Oh, the fearless forecast. The fearless forecast. Um, yeah, I'll just go first. Get it out of the way. Get if you own the these way. guys, I'm sorry. I mean no harm by picking them. Ugh. At running back, I think Aaron Jones in Green Bay is going to go off against Detroit. Take it for what you will. <laughs> My prediction is he gets 90 yards on the ground with one touchdown, and he'll chop it or uh, chip in another 30 reception yards. All right. My wide receiver, I've got John Smoke Brown, who's been fire for Stu on his bench. Absolutely. He's been an absolute deep threat. Flacco's looking for him a lot, uh, and they play the Browns this week. It pains me to go against my own team, but I watched our cornerback go down, our top cornerback go down with broken forearm. Um, that only leaves our rookie out there. Um, so I yeah, think he's going to go off. John Brown's must start. Yeah, I think he's a must start. At least, at the very least, a flex. And I think he's going to go off for 110 uh, receiving and at least a touchdown. All right, I got uh, a much better record in the Fearless Forecast than Matthew does. So if you Tell have, us again. If you ever want to actually maybe start a guy that I mentioned, I probably would. Hmm. <laughs> All right, I'm going with uh, I'm going with the QB this week, and I'm going with Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle. I think he's going to have a good week against Miami. Um, 
him and Boyd are connecting, him and Green are connecting, him and CJ Uzoma <laughs> are going to be connecting soon. CJ Uzoma. Oh a- my after, god! After Eifert's uh, injury, I can't believe you got a shout out on this pod. <laughs> so he's going for over. He's going for three eighty and three scores, and yeah. you know what? He'll probably get a few on the ground too. He'll probably get like twelve, thirteen rush, rush yards on the ground. That's bold. I like it. Oh, sexy girlfriend. <laughs> And uh, for the tight end, we're going with the guy who freshly hit our wire, Vance McDonald. <laughs> um, Scott, right now, all you know, Scott's thinking is no boogers. <laughs> he, he put up a bit of a stinker last week, but I think he's going to be—he's the new guy in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, and uh, he fucking runs angry, and he's massive, man. So he's—he's he's going for. 103 yards and uh, one tubby this week. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. But. Okay. I like those yeah, picks. forecast. We'll see how they do next we'll week. See, we'll see what our record is. Yeah. Because mine's damn near perfect. That's just... And you've been warned with me. So <laughs> don't at me on Twitter. Because no. I haven't checked it in a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's fun. Okay. Uh, recapping the studs and duds from week four. Uh, we're still still taking name submissions for this portion of the pod. Yeah, we haven't quite figured. Studs it out. and duds is too too mundane, too boring. Um, we'll think something. Though. Yeah, we'll think. But for now, studs and duds. Yeah, my studs for the week. Obviously, at quarterback, it's hard to not pick uh, Los Angeles Rams. My stud at quarterback is Jared Goff. The guy went off. He had forty three points in an absolute shootout. Ridiculous game. He's only getting better as the season goes on. Sean McVay's the offensive guru, the young wit, uh, with a rocket, rocket girlfriend. Uh, anyways, Goff gets 465 yards and five touchdowns. Can't touch that. It's That's uh, some fucking amazing numbers there. Yeah, big time. And the vices are loving that they have him. Um, and still, sticking with those Rams, I couldn't leave them. I got a little Cooper Cup. As my uh, wide receiver start of the week, the slot guy, apparently, uh, he went off 32 points. Uh, He had nine catches, 162 yards, two touchdowns, all on Chris's bench. But do you think that matters for a guy that's 4-0? No. Fuck it. Absolutely not. Fuck it. Doesn't matter to me, bud. I'm 4-0. Look at me roll. You know? He just sits there. Rich, get richer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's my... Last week, too. It was painful. Yeah. I remember. Oh, wow. Yeah, the North remembers, buddy. Oh, yeah. And then at running back, uh, I had to go with Melvin Gordon from Julio Think You Are I Am. Melvin Gordon the third. Sorry, I stand corrected. He had 27 points, uh, 104 rush yards, but he also had 55 receiving yards. He was an absolute stud last week. Um, and if you... No love for my boy Zeke, eh? No. I, well, obviously Zeke is great, but I, I didn't mind Melvin Gordon, and I played played him last week, and he really put me... Put me in the uh, fucking coffin. So, yeah, I had to give it to him. If you had any of those players, most likely you were... Duh. Winning. So. All right, the duds this week were pretty fucking pitiful. Um, I'm going to go with a guy I started at wide receiver, Keelan Cole, for the (laughs) Jaguars. In a game that uh, Bortles... Bortles had a great game. I think he threw for almost 400. And uh, Keelan Cole caught 15 of them. Jesus. So he had two receptions for 15 yards. He is my uh, dud wide receiver of the week. Oh. Brutal. <laughs> what was it? Two? Two two receptions, 
15 or 16. Oh, months. that is ugly. You ugly, you're ugly, and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You just plain old ugly. Oh, my God. Another <laughs> another ugly performance, though, was from Johnny, our guest, running back, <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Easy to slight him when he's off the line, Easy hey? to slight him when he's <laughs> off the line. He, he only rushed for 20 yards last week. 2-0. <clears throat> Maybe he's not fully healthy. You never know. No, I th- yeah, and they, they were not running the ball last week either, but, I mean, he's still a guy that you could use. Yeah, that's true. Um, give him more true. than give him more than twenty rush. You know, like give him give him at least ten touches and see what he does. Right? Yeah, that's true. Um, QB dud of the week was Maddie's boy. Oh no, Mister Hollywood Baker Mayfield, and uh, <laughs> and Baker fucking stunk. Well, he didn't stink. He didn't have that bad of a game. Oh, he had a couple turnovers. Yeah, when you have. 295 pass yards, two touchdowns. Doesn't look like that bad of a stat line. Yeah, and but, also tough when you're playing the goddamn referees, too. I'm just oh, going to yeah, say. Okay, blah, stat, blah, line, blah. stat line be damned. He could have got the W. Blah, blah, blah. But he did Ugh. go for two interceptions and two fumbles lost. So That's true. He is Gord's dud QB of the week. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, well, uh, it's been a slice. Um, it's... Uh, been an absolute treat yeah, uh, to get to bring this to you guys. We love doing it. Um, we're going to end this week with um, a new popular segment, story time. I'm going to take it over this week, and I'm going to tell you guys the best thing my eyes have ever seen. And uh, this happened about four or five years ago. I was out having a time. A few spirits, a few drinks were shared amongst friends. And uh, we happened to go to Wooly Bullies. Was that is that the one that used to be behind upstairs? The, no, Wooly Bullies was behind the Strat. Okay, That's yes, the, the one beside the high, beside the Strat. What's the one on the top? I can't. It might have been, might have been Wooly Bullies. Bullies. Might have been too, yeah, too low. Yeah. So I head over there having a having a time with my buddy Shane and my buddy Chris, both N40L members, and. Um, yeah, we go upstairs and Wooly Bullies at the time, or whatever bar it was, had a pole next to their uh, dance floor. So we proceeded to drink all night. It was very busy, packed, packed place. Uh, and we head out to the dance floor, having a time. Uh, a few of the boys at that time were single. So it was nice, having a, <laughs> having a fun time. And when, what, it kind of so strange, I get a tap on my shoulder from Chris. And he says, hey, watch this. And in unison, Shane and Chris take off for the stripper pole. And I, this is no word of a lie. Both jump at the pole at the same time. And they landed. Chris went low. Shane went high. And Shane's legs landed on Chris's shoulders. And they did a unison twirl <laughs> around the stripper pole. I think a, a twirl and a half. They, they, I swear to God, they both landed on the pole, Shane's legs on top of Chris's shoulders, and they did a full twist around. And the dance floor just stopped. Everybody looked over, and the crowd, they just, like, honest to God, it was from a movie. They crowded around him, and they just got heaped with praise. It was, I just sat back thinking, what the fuck did I just see? Like, am I this drunk? It's like Dirty Dancing. Exactly like that. Like, it was, uh, it was absolutely... Unreal. It was actually... I don't think I'll ever see anything better. So, props to those boys. They have grace that's unmatched. And, um, 
Yeah. yeah. Quite a night and memories. Drunk at oiler parties with the oh, boys yeah. just feeding him liquor and alcohol. But yeah, it was uh, it was a neat little uh, little venture. Oh, yeah. Something I'll always remember. Something I could see Chris doing. Oh yeah. The guy quote unquote doesn't even like the spotlight. You yeah. believe that? Oh yeah, he the spotlight. <laughs> oh man. Well, Gordo, yeah, good it's F, been boys. an absolute spli- uh, slice. Um, still no gummies, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, We're persevering. We got a couple bourbons. Ready to go. And uh, we'll leave you the same way we brought you in tonight. With the the soothing sounds of Mr. Jamal Atkins. All right, boys. Ladies, we'll talk to you guys later. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Peace out.